I hate shit like this because it realistically is the height of fucking stupidity um, when it comes towards just doing the bare minimum or basic shit that people are asking for. You know, like if someone's telling you, hey, pass me the remote and you hand them a piece of paper that's a treasure map towards where you hidden the remote, then clearly you have an ulterior motive in mind towards what it is that they want. You think that they'll enjoy wasting time going on your little treasure hunt rather than just giving them the remote. And then even if they still need to go on the treasure hunt to get the remote because that's the end goal of what they want, the remote that they find is not the one for what they ask, you know, whether it's to a game console or TV or something like that. It's a different remote entirely. It kind of works, but it's not what they wanted. And then you sit there triumphantly smiling, going, wasn't that fun? Huh? Did you enjoy yourself? And it's that's not all you had to do, just give them the fucking remote. That's it. That's all that they wanted. The joy that they would have taken from you just doing what they asked would have been far greater than the annoyance that you delivered by believing that what you had in mind was something greater than what it is that they generally ask for. It's, it's going above and beyond the bare minimum and then still winding up being shitty, right? So in the case of the Final Fantasy VII games, I generally was always taken back by the concept of the, um, the remake because of the fact when it was initially announced, I thought that was it was cool as shit. Um, you know, love the game, Final Fantasy VII and everything. But never, I've never beaten the game. I've never played the game extensively and defeated it because of the fact of when I was able to get a hold of a copy of the game, it was already during like the PlayStation 2 era. I have an original PlayStation um, 3 disc version of the um, first Final Fantasy 7 game. But by the time I got it, I had already have a PlayStation 2 with a plethora of backlogged video games that I just never got around to. So realistically, better graphics, better um, better games, uh, hell, and not even a sense of it being like, you know, just cause it was RPG or anything like that. Don't, don't sit here and try to twist some shit. I'm a huge fan of JRPGs, um, and RPGs in general, but there are tip, there are certain things that I do not like within a game that essentially could really, um, wean me off from actually enjoying myself. I hate random encounters. I can't stand random encounters. I I've always fucking hated that. And one of the games that facilitate that was Final Fantasy VII <laughs> when I first started playing that game a long time ago upon its inception when I got a PlayStation. But uh, it wasn't mine to have, so I never got to immerse myself in everything um, that it had to offer. But um, random encounters is something that I hate. And uh, I also hate um, auto-leveling. So it's like when you're not responsible for your characters leveling up or being able to customize them the way that you want, even though you have to use them in your party and shit like that. I'm not saying that that's in Final Fantasy VII. I'm saying like I'm just naming shit that I don't like in JRPGs or any any RPG in general. Um, I have no problem with turn-based battle systems or anything like that. And I, man, this is a biggest fucking pet peeve. I, like like you wouldn't believe it. Because of how cinematic uh, JRPGs want to be, a thing I can't stand the most is the concept of ultimately having your having any type of progression that you do within the game be halted by a cinematic by a cinematic cutscene. So let's say you defeat a boss, and it's like the game you just had this thing as a challenge, right? Game presented you a challenge, you defeated it. And then you beat the boss. Now, excellent, um, an excellent gameplay. Um, well, yeah, excellent gameplay. Uh, game, game, <laughs> excellent um, gameplay and storytelling mechanic would be to essentially have that defeat still resonate within the story, even though it just transpired within um, the game. The Tales games are are crucial at doing this bullshit. Um, but instead, a thing that a lot of fucking JRPGs do is that 
they will wane that victory. So it doesn't matter how hard you struggle, how strong the boss was meant to be and how much you persevered to defeat them. The cutscene will dictate that you lost, that the bad guy was able to get away and your victory is ultimately fucking worthless. I hate that so goddamn much it's it's unbearable, but it's a main staple within JRPGs than it is in typical regular westernized RPGs. And I can't stand it. I really cannot stand it. But those are things that I hate. And essentially upon, but going back to the nitty gritty, upon um, playing the first Final Fantasy VII, I really had other games that I was interested in. And again, I said, PlayStation 2. My favorite game of all time is Kingdom Hearts 2. I can't tell you how, how many hours I sunk into that game when it came out. But I was playing um, Kingdom Hearts 2. That's back when friend, you know, that's back before online multiplayer so my friends used to come over and we would play the fucking budokai games all the time so i was swamped when it came to video games but when i finally got my hands on final fantasy 7 let's needless to say that wasn't something that was like high on my list of shit that need to get um that i needed to play i didn't care how much uh how popular it was and then realistically by that time being into games as much as i was i had already knew about the fucking story, you know, like everyone knows about what happens to air. If everyone knows what happens to the goddamn um, Sephiroth and what um, I say, Genova, uh, yeah, um, the Genova stigma, um, just the Genova stigma, whatever, uh, all that shit. <laughs> like you know about Sephiroth, the music and everything like that. Hell, I have Advent Children, um, the movie, because of such things. I, I know about Final Fantasy VII. Hell, those characters are in Kingdom Hearts 2. <laughs> in Kingdom Hearts. But that doesn't that doesn't mean that I can't appreciate or, for lack of a better word, understand where big, long-time fans of Final Fantasy VII are coming from upon them discussing and bringing about the remake. Again, I was right there with you because I was more so looking forward to actually being able to finally play the game now. Now I won't be hindered by the fact that there are no speech, that there is no speech within the game. You only have text that just crawls around slowly across the screen. You don't have to worry about the blocky cinematic um, stuff. I don't have to spend hours upon hours running through just a trebulent um, cachet of random encounters and shit like that. The game would have been modernized which is not a bad thing. There's nothing wrong with remakes and remasters. What's wrong is how you handle them. So upon this being named a fucking remake, there, therein lies the rub. I was right there with everyone else going, this is going to be amazing. It's about goddamn time. That's pretty fucking cool. This should be dope, especially considering to what Final Fantasy VII has become within the hearts and minds of so many people who played and fell in love with the game in the first place. So understanding that and then making this game should be a fucking layup because now all you got to do is sit there and add in a lot of uh, Kingdom Hearts aesthetics um, to give it that um, action RPG um, aspect towards it, as well as ground it in the darker tone that it is more commonly associated with considering the fact that that is one of the major um, selling points of Final Fantasy VII was really the Midgard zone and shit like that. Um, that's the part that most people remember because it is the beginning um, aspect of Kingdom Heart. I mean, of Final Fantasy VII, but there is a hell of a lot more within Final Fantasy VII, but most people just remember Midgard. Um, but that's, that's whatever. So it... The writing was really on the walls for it. Like I said, it was a fucking layup. It, it should have been easily handled. But what had happened, um, and I've, I've bitched and moaned about this game before because I, I didn't buy it. Um, once I saw what was up with Final Fantasy VII Remake, I knew there was some bullshit. And then upon them releasing it on the PlayStation 5, and then them adding more shit to it that's only available on the PlayStation 5. That's when I was I was like, yeah, I won't play this until I get a PlayStation 5. I'm going a, I'm to a be annoyed when I do play it, but I'm not going to play it until I get a PS5. Because Lord knows I won't buy this game twice. <laughs> Just for some added shit that should have been in the game in the first fucking place. But 
that's besides the point. But essentially what had happened, and then I found this out just recently about this goddamn game, which upset me even more upon finding that out what that involves in this game. This game is not a remake. It is not. Now, if you think it is, and it's like, well, it has a remake in the title, you think it is, and it's like, well, that here's, here's the problem. Remake isn't the title. Remake is the tagline. God damn it. Is in a, in a day and age where there have been many remakes, remasters, um, reimaginings, and shit like that for video games, and they have been incredibly popular as well as incredibly profitable, a game like Final Fantasy VII, which has been a long-standing outcry of a remake and remaster, even, even for someone like me, who is... I know about Final Fantasy. You could say that I am a fan, but realistically, I understand that Final Fantasy VII is the biggest of big deals when it comes to this franchise. And to to a standpoint of actually understanding or trying to like, you know, getting the best, more bang for your buck out of video games, I would have always um, stated that. Um, well, I've I would state that realistically, the better option would have been to remake the very first Final Fantasy game. Doing remakes or remasters of the original Final Fantasy games, not with better graphics for 8-bit games, which is fucking stupid, but it is what they did, which is just so dumb. Um, But no, having those old games showcased in a way that is just fucking beautiful with today's graphics of like Final Fantasy 13 caliber um action and whatnot and then you just add that towards the original story of the first run of Final Fantasy games and you just go through those games all the way up to the um end of the PlayStation 1 era which essentially would be Final Fantasy 8 uh would be a that would be a that would be a nice place to stop considering uh well Nine. Yeah, nine would be a nice one to stop because 10, 10 got what it did. And then honestly, that that's as far as you need to go in terms of like reimagining or read like it, it got remastered and that's fine. Um, it really graphic wise isn't that held back by anything. So, yeah, nine would have been the perfect place to stop. But realistically, it would have been smart. Now, talking about Japanese game developers, mind you. But yeah, if they were smart. The smart thing would have been to essentially have a string of remade Final Fantasy games that would have been towards an audience that essentially did not grow up looking at the shit. Hell, Final Fantasy VI has an amazing fucking story. One of one of the best JRPG stories out there that a lot of people don't know about. Hell, it's one of the main stories where literally halfway through the game, you essentially are comprising yourself with a party to defeat the big bad and then you fucking lose and then you have to do it all over again but this time convince these niggas this time we'll win despite the fact that everything got fucked up did like the shit is dope like it like six is six is so good <laughs> but people didn't grow up playing those games a lot of people didn't grow up playing those games a lot of current um gamers didn't grow up playing those games but they're so quick to just immerse themselves in anything and everything having the name final fantasy does wonders for the fact that it just automatically sells and essentially if you was to remake this shit it would be fantastic because people would definitely eat it up what happened they made a fucking prequel game to the very first final fantasy game and no one wanted to play it because it was goddamn stupid they kept saying the word chaos all the time and didn't make any goddamn sense and realistically who the fuck knows what the first final fantasy story is i i don't i didn't grow up in the snes era so you goddamn idiot you know how stupid that is <laughs> i'm gonna make a prequel to a game no one's ever played are you fucking kidding me it's like and the people who have played it they're not buying new games dick <laughs> oh man it's it's unbelievably stupid how unbelievably stupid so many people can be, especially when it comes to like developers and whatnot. And Square Enix is really, really fucking up. I mean, these assholes just gave away some of their biggest gaming franchises so they can invest in NFTs. Just fucking idiots, right? But again, now I said that, yeah, 
remake for Final Fantasy VII is a tagline. It's not the title. Because Final Fantasy XII Remastered is the title. It's a remastered version of that game meant to be played on the new consoles and the new on the newer gen um, era and with better graphics, better um, better feel to it, added shit, stuff that's added to it, stuff that's taken away from it. But it's just, it's a redid of the game for people who've never got the chance to play it within, um, from like the PlayStation 2 uh, era with, uh, with basically a... Um, a loading like a, a loading time that's like non um present or anything like that it's it's 10 and 10 too correct if i'm not mistaken um it was remastered um but essentially it it was done so it was done and named that way so people can understand that the original final fantasy 10 is on the playstation 2 the final fantasy 10 and 10 2 remastered it's a game that you can play on the next gen it, it's something i believe it came out on the four and the xbox series x and um, and, and it sold like crazy, and like people enjoyed it and whatnot. Um, they added shit, they took away shit. Hell, they did the same thing to the fucking um, Final Fantasy twelve, and they called it Final Fantasy twelve Zodiac because of the fact that they actually changed its wonky battle system that they had within the game. Um, they couldn't fix the game because Final Fantasy twelve was a bad game, but they did fix something that was a major issue within the game, thus having a lot of people actually enjoy it. And for the most part, it sold okay. Um, so that shit does work <laughs> because people do want to play those things just, you know, fixed and better, especially during a time in which, you know, when those games came out, you couldn't have patches, you couldn't have updates, you couldn't fix a lot of the bugs or the problems that came with it. So yeah, remastering it is really cool. It's a really interesting idea and whatnot. Now, I'm not sure if the Zodiac thing was a remaster or more so they just re-released the game with that fix i don't know 12 is a bad game <laughs> my fantasy 12 is a very bad game but anyway revolution <laughs> that's all that's all a man wants um but with seven the trick was that the game is called final fantasy 7 and the tagline is remake <laughs> and so if you don't know there's a different distinction between the title and a tagline right because we've had other Final Fantasy VII games, but their taglines have allowed you to understand that they are fucking separate. Like Final Fantasy VII, Crisis Core. The title is Final Fantasy VII, tagline, Crisis Core. Guess what? That game's a fucking prequel. Then you have Final Fantasy VII, Dirge of Cerberus. That game takes place, I don't know when. I've played it, it was fucking weird. You play as Vincent. I don't know who wanted that, but we got it. And then they let that asshole direct Final Fantasy 15. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Shit is weird. <laughs> they, man, the stuff they do is so fucking weird. But the difference between like it's it's similar towards um, I'll say the best example, if you like not aren't grasping this, would be the Legend of Zelda games. Those games are called Legend of Zelda. The tagline that lets you understand that there's a distinction between the games are things like Wind Waker, Skyward Sword, Twilight Princess, Breath of the Wild. Those games are all similar in function. They exist around the realm of Final of, of, of Legend of Zelda. But those, uh, those taglines allow you to understand that this shit is different in some way from the original Legend of Zelda. There's something about this that's different. And uh, if you know anything about, like, the Zelda's um, timeline and how fucking crazy that is, then you understand exactly what that means. I believe, like, Ocarina of Time is a prequel towards the original Legend of Zelda. I'm not exactly sure. Like, when um, Wind Waker takes place within one of the split, skewed timelines from Ocarina of Time. Just a big old bastion of, you know, in-your-face crazy with those games. But those games themselves are separate entities unto themselves. So with having the trickery of naming your, your tagline Remake during a time where when people associate the name Remake, they assume that that means that the game itself is a remake, then bam, that's the fucking trick that was pulled. It was the rug pulled from under your feet. And so what had happened 
was that I seen and played like the demo for the game, and I thought something was fucking weird because it just it felt weird. And um, so then upon playing the demo and everything, I was like, well, this shit is weird. Um, there's multiple mechanics within the game that are just fucking broken. Um, the fighting, the battle mechanic is really fucking stupid. Classic mode doesn't make any goddamn sense because all it does is hinder your character. It's not actually switching the gameplay towards that of the classic RPG um, mechanic that was present within the first Final Fantasy VII, which would have been an interesting little thing to do, but they couldn't do that. Um, well, they didn't want to do that because then it would take away from the fast, high-octane, um, action-paced game that they created. So, you know, it was more so just making Cloud sit still while enemies attacked and ran around, and then essentially he was on autopilot mode where you just got to basically fuck around with the um, menu or whatever. It's the stupidest fucking thing to do, and there's no point in doing it within the game. They shouldn't have added it, but they did anyway. Hell, if anything, you just could have fit the original Final Fantasy um, seven first disc on the game, and then you were just able to play that or something. But, you know, whatever. That's just a little wonky or quirky idea that just would have been fun, but, you know, go fuck yourself. So, what they what had happened was that by calling it Final Fantasy VII Remake, a bunch of people just assumed that it was a remake. And then you come to find out that it was actually a tagline that a lot of people even now still don't understand it's a fucking tagline. It's not actually a remake what it's saying is that this is a remake of the story of final fantasy 7 <laughs> it's not that this is a remake of the game final fantasy 7 this is a remake of the story of final fantasy 7 thus why at the end of this fucking game you literally have Aerith challenging fate because she's the only one that's aware of exactly what's supposed to happen to all these motherfuckers and then she's trying to change that outcome in history oh no you guys have royally fucked up. So now, with that being a present uh, concept done within your fucking story, you now make it to where everything and anything that happens within this game is not similar towards what was originally done within the first Final Fantasy VII games. If anything, it, let, it should let a multitude of people who were actual fans of the game understand and know that this shit is fucked up now. Uh, much like how you fight Sephiroth in this game, when that's not someone who you fucking go against within the beginning of the Midgard situation. Hell, even when that section of Midgard is blown up, they make it so lame. They get people out. They save them and whatnot because in the original game, they fucking died. And that that's the point. It's like they're changing it to be this soft, lame-ass fuck thing. It's so gay. And, and like, one of my biggest um, things that I actually had an issue with upon the game getting released was the fact that they were going to do the whole cross-dressing section with Cloud. I just didn't want to see that because I didn't like it when it was in the original game. I didn't want to do go through it um, in this newer game because it just, I get the joke and everything like that, but I just didn't want to deal with it because I didn't like it when I, like I said, I didn't like it when I had to do it in the original game. But, what had happened was that essentially I was I was surprised that it wasn't blown up and memed as much as I assumed it was, but at the same time, it was something that I didn't think would be so fucking over the top blown up within the game itself within the Final Fantasy VII Remake. And I was like, why is this shit so goddamn gay? Like, it, it, it's just all over the place, flamboyantly all in your face about Cloud dressing up like a girl, and it's like this... This shit is only for the small little thing. It is like, it's just supposed to be a quick little joke that, that it, it, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Then you, you're in and out. It, it's nothing. And then you just go on with the rest of the fucking game. But this is making it seem like, oh, this is like, this is the moment for this fucking game. It's so unbelievably stupid. And it just goes to show you that essentially, like, what's happening with this game is that. It is not being, it is not a remake of the original story. Well, uh, duh. But this essentially is the whoever is in charge of the development of it. This is what he wanted to do to the Final Fantasy VII story that he knows. Um, whether or not he's played the game recently or looked back into the story or anything like that, knows the nitty gritty of all this shit. I don't know and I don't give a fuck because clearly he doesn't either. But this has been a long time coming when it comes towards Japanese and um, 
being able to take some shit that's not theirs and then either improving it um, or keeping towards the core as well as showing it respect. And what do I mean by that? Well, I mean, right after these messages. Now, what I mean is essentially, this This actually goes into, if you break down, um, the, um, like, like right now within the scope of like Japanese manga and comic books, um, like this, this is exactly like my, the point I'm trying to make. There is no process of storytelling within Japanese media that has the notion of essentially being able to show respect towards something and improve on it and it actually be widely accepted by the audience as um, as now canon or as now like the more preferred concept of these characters or anything like that. We've had that. that that's kind of one of the only... It's one of the few bumps that comic book has over manga. Um, manga, light novels, and anime. is because of the fact that a majority of shit that people like and understand or care about a character was not initially done for said character when it comes to comic books. So one of the things about Batman's origin, Batman's origin is not something that was dictated or um, showcased in the earlier um, reasoning of uh, Batman, in the earlier books of Batman. This was something that came much later and it was developed after the character was already developed by someone else aside from the fucking creator. Hell, a majority of different villains that are now iconic rogue gallery villains within Batman's world weren't created by Bob Kane, created by someone else. So some of the bigger influence in comic book books that involve said characters, um, The Killing Joke, Death in the Family. Well, that Death in the Family is my favorite. Uh, <laughs> it's just one of my favorite. Um, uh, Death of Superman. These stories were not initiated by the original creator. There is no such fucking thing within manga or anime. Not, none at all. There is only the story that was created by the, um, by the original um, author and um, designer of the manga, um, the original manga, if you will. And that's it. If there is a spinoff or a sequel, that's at the behest of usually the publisher or the um, animation studio, if you will. Because with uh, Dragon Ball Z, they had that situation happen with... Um, Dragon Ball GT. Toei wanted to just keep riding off the go um, the coattails of the boom that was Dragon Ball Z, so they invented Dragon Ball GT. The issue with this was that this was not something that was designed, created, or written by Akira Toriyama. But what's fucked up is that out of all iterations of this being a thing throughout all of Japanese media, of anything taking place that was something that... Um, I would say fucking barbaric, if you will. Whereas, like, I just want to keep this gravy train going, but I don't give a fuck how you do it. It's just as long as this shit has this name associated with it, it's going to print money. That's a barbaric concept, really. But out of everything that has ever happened within the realm of anime and manga, the only thing I've ever seen that has done that promptly and has been competent has been Dragon Ball GT, which is fucked up. Because Dragon Ball GT is riddled with flaws. It has multiple problems and issues and whatnot. But in the, in the spam of Dragon Ball GT and Dragon Ball Super, which is now basically the brand new Dragon Ball GT, we need to keep this gravy train going of Dragon Ball Z. What are we going to fucking do? Well, we could remake the fucking anime with better animation. That'd be hard. So why don't we just cheaply make new shit that doesn't make any goddamn sense? That, that seems easier. <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> But the difference is, is that even like I'm saying what I'm saying, and it's like, yeah, because I think Super is a fucking dumpster fire, is that within the realm of Dragon Ball GT, Dragon Ball GT did nothing but showcase respect and admiration towards Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. The beginning, the be like Dragon Ball GT can literally be split up into two different halves. The first half is them copying Dragon Ball in the adventures and the showcasing um, having Goku be a kid, be more adventurous, them searching and whatnot, traveling with two companions and things like that, getting into situations, then getting out of them, then getting, them, then getting themselves out of said situations, small, lighthearted stuff, fun for Japanese kids or whatever. That's the first half of GT. The second half is a complete copy of Dragon Ball Z. Nothing but action, 
nothing but hardcore rhetoric in terms of like bringing in different transformations and whatnot in terms of the super saiyan and what and uh, what have you you have uh different callbacks toward different things within the original dragon ball and dragon ball z whether it be um fucking who broke out of hell um android 17 being created in hell by dr Jiro, and then who's um i would say Wheelo, not Wheelo. uh damn i can't remember the doctor that um was working on baby um basically using him so he can control Android 17 then making super 17 breaking through hell through a loophole or whatever seeing vegeta destroy napa in an instant because wouldn't that be funny uh just all a plethora of shit that's done uh that were callbacks as well as just showcasing good storytelling and whatnot hell krillin got killed and the shit was dope and then he stayed dead amazing <laughs> but um did he say that? I can't remember. I believe. Did they wish him back? Damn, I don't even remember. <laughs> but <laughs> Jesus, he was so old. But it was. It realistically did nothing wrong in terms of showcasing the story. It did not go against what was actually present in the story, nor did it contradict anything within the story. It was a um, a wonderful continuation of everything going on. Even the ending of Dragon Ball Z, I mean, Dragon Ball GT, was a far more preferred concept than anything that Super could ever create because realistically it ended on a notion of where it began, which was the Dragon Balls. And so it ended with them fighting the dragons that were representations of the evil energy that comes from the wishes that they've been granting throughout all of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, finally um, having a, well, like a, in the end, they're having a representation towards the negative energy that came from the wishes that have been made over the years because they basically have been misusing something that was only designed to be used a couple of times after a um, certain number of years have passed. A dope-ass concept to end Dragon Ball Z on. Like, an amazing concept. Hell, the fact that the four-star Dragon Ball was a dragon that just ultimately really thought Goku was a cool dude. Like, how did that not pull on your heartstrings as someone who enjoys Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball? It was good. <laughs> it was actually done well. And I have never seen anything come close to being that competent when it comes to showing respect, dedication, and admiration towards um the predecessor when it got created. Like, you look at something like Baruto, which basically shits on the notion of everything within Naruto because it just continues the crappy writing that Naruto already essentially ended on without trying to fix any of the major problems that happen with the Naruto rather um but instead just adds on more and more crap in order to sit there and become bigger badder and which equals better as far as the world of Naruto exists you have something like My Hero, uh, My Hero Academia which actually has um a vigilante story which is a prequel and essentially by it being a far more uh basically a it was a much better story it just poked holes within the My Hero Academia story because of how broken of a story that actually is. Then, then you have shit like Fairy Tale, which has like a plethora of different spinoffs and whatnot by the creator, if I'm not mistaken. But Fairy Tale sucks, so these all suck, so none of it matters. <laughs> but and I'm only giving examples of Shonen, but now. I would say there have been some Sailor Moon ones. Now, now I'm thinking about it. Sailor Moon has basically had some competent um, reiterations, realistically. Um, basically, Sailor Moon did what Dragon Ball Z should have did, which was go back, redo the animation, rebrand it, re um, get people immersed in the story and everything like that, popularize the fuck out of it, put that shit on whatever platform is popular at the time because they did it on Netflix, and the shit blew up. Damn, so now I think about it, Sailor Moon Beach GT. But yeah, they they're the same. We all know they're the same. They brother and sister. <laughs> Dragon Ball Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon are brother and sister. Everybody know that. <laughs> you got a brother and sister that's half ho. <laughs> that's a boondocks reference. But <laughs> it's when but essentially there there is too there's way too many um there's way too much evidence that proves that essentially the japanese don't know how to handle and tackle shit like 
what's currently happening within the Final Fantasy VII um, remake games. They don't know how to tackle shit like this because they they don't tackle shit like this. This is not something that they do. It was stated by um, the, the YouTuber Razorfist. When he brought it up, I thought it was a, a genius point, in, um, which is that Japanese developers are some of the most selfish motherfuckers out there. They don't make games for the consumer. They make games for themselves, and then that's it. You can go fuck yourself whether or not you enjoy it or not. It doesn't matter if it makes sense. doesn't matter if it's fun. It doesn't matter even if it's like slightly interesting. The, the developer has all the fucking power. We saw this with Kojima, which is why Konami fired his ass. He had too much fucking power, especially for something that he did not own. It was insane. <laughs> so because of that, yeah, he had to go. I don't give a damn how much you like Metal um, uh, Metal Gear Solid. I don't give a fuck. Realistically, Kojima has showcased his disdain for that damn title multiple times throughout multiple different games. I believe the perfect example was 4, where you played as an old man who could barely do things because that's how he felt doing this game. I don't want to do this anymore. I want to make a walking simulator with you holding a baby and being attacked by swamp people. That's what I want. That's my dream. That's what I need to release. Also, patriotism. Patriot, patriot, patriotism. I'm Japanese, but God damn it, I'd fuck the American flag if I could. That's all Kojima is about. And he's an overrated, overhyped game developer who honestly has made bogus games that realistically a lot of people have been keeping alive simply because they just really enjoyed playing Metal Gear Solid when they were younger. I get it. The first game, pretty cool. It's, it's interesting as shit playing a PlayStation and being told, hey, you got to remove the socket from the first one and put it in the second one in order to defeat a guy. That's some dope shit that will stick with you forever because no other fucking game has done that. But guess what, bitch? That, 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 that's it. <laughs> it was like, that appeal is over with. Hell, it was, um, what, when, when you played in Metal Gear Solid 4, he was an old man. And then when you were in Metal Gear Solid 2, he had to start off as a different character than Solid Snake, letting you know his disdain for this goddamn character. And then he just did what he did throughout the years, because fuck you. And it's been this cornucopia of bullshit ever since. And realistically, when you have a game like The Zone of the Enders, which was a far better game, but, um, well, um, the second Zone of the Enders was far better, um, which was a far better game, and a game that essentially he just never wanted to touch again. Uh, yeah, I don't like the guy. <laughs> it's like, I don't fucking like you. You you had the makings of making a fucking dope-ass mecha uh, robot game. Well, that's what Mecha is, but um, a dope um, franchise of robot games. And you 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 blew it. You fucking blew it. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> uh, sour grapes, people. Sour grapes. But these people have a tenacity to just make everything about themselves. So the idea and the notion behind redoing Final Fantasy VII is something that this prick heard because I believe the person that's in charge of final of the remake is um is the creator of Kingdom Hearts 3. I'm not mistaken. Um of Kingdom Hearts, really, if I'm not mistaken. But as a fan of Kingdom Hearts, I can honestly say that that was a horrible idea. I mean, working together with him for the battle mechanics and whatnot, sure, fine. In terms of doing the story, out of your goddamn mind. Why? Because Kingdom Hearts 3 was a clusterfuck of stupid. I fucking hated it. Kingdom Hearts 2, favorite game of all time. You hear me? Kingdom Hearts 3, I'd kill it if it had a physical form. And I'd get away with it too, as the world would thank me. That's how bad I did. That's how much I did not like that game. Because the weight, the anticipation, and the payoff was nothing. It was an abysmal ball of nothing. You know, you don't have to get the upgrades for your pirate ship when you're doing the whole Pirates of the Caribbean part of the game. You could just do the final battle. That's what I did. That's how unbelievably boring and unnecessary that that trek of of a um of a piece of that game was. Just just unnecessary. Jesus Christ, let's not do any of the other 2D Disney worlds that we've never even gotten close to touching yet, but instead jump into the 3D shit simply because it's 3D and Disney wants to promote those fucking movies. You 
bitch. Nigga, seriously? <laughs> the only 2D thing that they tackled was Hercules. And even that was mild at best. It was really mild early on in the game. one nothing. Then everything else, 3D. Tangle, Big Hero 6, um, Frozen, and then you just got Pixar shit. Fuck you and all the horses you rode in on. God damn it. Just the, the biggest bitch. <laughs> Oh, but we could we could finally use the characters from the, the movies the way how they were shown in the movies without without messing with anything because oh unreal oh unreal I don't care <laughs> I don't care why the hell would Tangled be like Tangled I get Tangled and Frozen I get Big Hero Six not now you could have waited until you did another Kingdom Hearts game to do Big Hero Six. Um, wasn't necessary. And then it really seemed, it was really empty playing that part. Uh, and then all the Pixar stuff, fun and cool, but still you should have had some classic Disney movie, um, strung along as well, because that's where you fucking started from. There's still so many that you haven't even done yet. So it still would have been interesting to see something else. Fucker. <laughs> Jungle Book. God damn it. It's right there. Oh, Jungle Book. Ah, oh, son of a bitch. Jungle Book. No, why not Jungle Book? Uh, Aristocats, Jungle Book. Oh, boy. I, I, I can never be happy. Do Lion King again. <laughs> Damn it. Just doesn't get any. Lilo and Stitch. Oh, man, Lilo and Stitch. What was I talking about again? <laughs> Went on a tangent, went on a motherfucking tangent. But in accordance to what was going on, like essentially that is not someone that I would want to go. I would want when I go, all right, I want to redo Final Fantasy VII. Oh, can I add something? No, just literally redo it. That's what everyone's been asking for. We showed this as a fucking tech demo for the PlayStation goddamn 3. And people have been asking us to redo Final Fantasy VII ever since. Not recreate it. I mean, not, not showcase a brand new iteration of it. Not make a different spinoff game. But to literally remake that game. And you didn't. You fucking didn't. That's all you had to do. And you did not do it. And, and it is so boringly apparent and i just believe that realistically a lot of people are just going to get a shock to their system because the new title that's coming out is final fantasy 7 rebirth and that to me was like the fucking ringing of the church bells that yeah this shit isn't a remake this is an abhorrent uh reimagining of a uh, tale as old as time amazing um fucking rpg that a lot of people are basically gonna get fucking wrong um hell i remember talking to my brother about the game where a bunch of different shit popped up in you know, final fantasy 7 remake and he was like he was asking questions he was like okay like this happened this happened and i had to sit there and go no fuck they don't even see sephiroth when this happened <laughs> and i was like sephiroth go in and do dirt no one even fucking knows this nigga was there damn it and i was like ah oh, man i was like in this midgar part i was like all these people are supposed to be fucking dead that was supposed to be the tragedy of this falling down i was like what is happening with this game why is Aerith basically a walking bag of sugar it's like the game knows that she's going to die so it's trying to amp up her cuteness so you can sit there and feel real bad about it since how you already know that it's going to happen well apparently that's the whole point of this game, is that it knows that that's going to happen, so most likely they're going to try to do something to change that, because that's the point of these games, that these games are changing what you already know about Final Fantasy VII, that way they can give you some symbolism of, ooh, this is new, this is different, this is crazy. That's why you had basically um, a chick that doesn't even have any lines in the original Final Fantasy VII game basically become a goddamn brand new waifu character that dies on you in the end of, of remake it, stupid right and it's like well why do they do that well they're changing history they're changing everything so get used to it bitch get used to it <laughs>
hell, I doubt they were even going to do um, Cloud's little psycho trip where his ass be basically catatonic and in a fucking wheelchair, not grasping reality and shit like that. I'm pretty sure that's going to be handled totally different. It's going to be something melodramatic and really boring and apparent um, because that's just how Japanese do storytelling now. Um, so that's going to be bad. But God forbid, you know, I basically get what I want because all I wanted was just a reimagining. Well, not a reimagining, wrong word, was a remake of the original Final Fantasy VII game where I got to play that game in its entirety. Um, and I don't give a fuck if it was broken into pieces. I still wanted to play it in its entirety from start to finish. The way how it was portrayed in the original PlayStation game. Nothing fixed, nothing added, nothing new. Just what the game was with better graphics, better fight mechanics, no more randomized fucking battles. Shit, just have it to where the shit looks as amazing, as amazing as Final Fantasy XV looks. And I, and the gameplay is, um, is similar to that. Considering that Final Fantasy XV's gameplay is way fucking superior than Final Fantasy VII Remakes, which is so stupid. You can't jump in Final Fantasy VII Remake. The the jumping shit that Cloud and them can do has become ridiculously popularized because of everything that's been showcased outside of the original games. So the fact that you can't even do these awesome aerial feats that they're known for now is disturbing. That is so disturbing to me. I was like, let's remove the jump button, bitch. What? Then it's like, you did Kingdom Hearts. Why would you do that? <laughs> it's like, it's one of the dope things about Kingdom Hearts is the aerial acrobatics. Why would you do that? Jumping around, moving, dodging and shit like that, going sliding from buildings and whatnot. Man, that would have been cool. But no jump button. So I guess you got a dodge roll or something like that. Fucking idiots. But... I just wanted to play the game in its entirety, being able to do some awesome ass special moves, dope ass uh, with a dope ass battle system, which easily could have been implemented because that's not really hard to do for an action RPG. Um, no randomized monsters and essentially the story to be left the fuck alone because I haven't experienced it in its entirety. I didn't get to the part. Um, well, I didn't. Uh, I know that there's a plethora of people out there who didn't experience the fact that that one dog dude's dad is petrified on that um cliff or whatever and you just wonder why they haven't like you know used the little potion that cures you of being petrified on him because it's not like he's dead because he cried so he's not dead he's just stuck um <laughs> i just I, I really just wanted the game the way how it was made a long time ago just looking better that's it. That's all you do. Just make it look better. You don't have to change anything. You don't have to go out of your way to do anything. Hell, the appeal and the draw of Sephiroth is so unique within the original Final Fantasy VII is because of the fact that all you are told about is the presence of Sephiroth. And then when he finally does show up, it's a big fucking deal. So that same energy being carried over into this game, which is a remake, even though the fact that you know who Sephiroth is and what um, threat he represents to the game the fact that there's still some kind of, of of weight for his presence only facilitates that storytelling element to where it's like, I can't wait to see Sephiroth. Even though I know who he is already, I still can't wait to see Sephiroth. And then when the payoff happens, bitch, all you got to do is add some better lighting. And you're golden. <laughs> like, you just like ham it up at the music, at everything, and just make it to where it's like, finally, mm, get that release, that Sephiroth juice. Mm, sweet. Even the stab with Aerith. Make it seem like, you know, there was something that you could possibly do. Get a quick time event where Cloud try to run for it. Something. Just to make it seem that much more sad over the fact that there ain't shit you could do about her dying. But now, seeing as how you compromise the story, realistically, whatever you do is just going to be taken as kind of like a, well, that's kind of hollow. Since we're changing everything, how come you couldn't change Aerith's death? Rather than, well, this is copying exactly what's in Final Fantasy VII. I know the bitch was going to die. But it just was a, was so much bittersweet because of how they presented it and then what they made me do in the wake of it happening. There was nothing I could do. She was going to die. <laughs> and that's just sad. 
But those are the lamentations of someone who actually understands game design, character, story, plot, and all that things. Things that are really rare in the scope of Japanese and JRPGs developers, especially anyone within fucking Square Enix right now. Hell, if you ever played 15, and you know that's just one giant um, brocation rather than actually being um, some type of story that had any, um, what's, the, what's a good word, substance? Um, hell, even the bitch that you're supposed to marry fucking dies. And it's like, well, why should I care? <laughs> and I was like, I really don't care. She's not one of the homies because those are the only niggas I keep spending my time around. So whatever. She's just a chick who keeps coming around talking about my destiny or whatever. And that's just fucking weird. Why would I be in love with that? <laughs> so weird. So goddamn weird. <laughs> but just unbelievably stupid. So I got no hopes for these games. Um, I'm just sad that I'm probably never going to play um, a up-to-date version of the original Final Fantasy VII because everything will be ushered towards the remakes and um, or ushered towards Final Fantasy VII Remake and the new Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. And that's just sad. That's just really sad. So ultimately, the only thing people can tell you is just go play the fucking, just go play the original. And let me be the first to tell you, why the fuck would you want to do that? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, gotta watch out for those pointy bits. Also, yeah, like, you're gonna miss out on, you know, Tifa and like full rendered pretty 3D for the giant pointy tits <laughs> with the ball hands and the shorts. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's terrible. Oh, yeah, the game also auto levels your companions when they're not around cloud. It's bad. It's a bad game. It's a bad game. It's a bad design. Uh, Square Enix, far more worried about showing you a movie or well, having you play a movie than they are with um, showing you a game. <laughs> that should be their slogan. And it would be a doozy of a slogan. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, that's it. Goodbye, y'all. Yay!